Hello, 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 everyone. Greetings and greetings to all of you wonderful starseeds, lightworkers, Arcturians, hybrids, all you beings who are stepping into an awakened consciousness. You are out of this world with Joan and Alan. So I'm so happy to meet you all and, and welcome you to the show today. I'm your host, Joan of Angels. I'm an intuitive guide, transformational coach. I'm also an Arcturian angelic being, and I'm really going to be happy to share our speaker with you. And here with me is Alan Steinfeld. Hi, Alan. Hey, Joan. Always nice to be out of this world with you. We've done many adventures. This is our second interview, and you know, it keeps getting better and better. And Vivian, a real being from another world and the consciousness of that. I mean, a lot of people can say that, but a lot of people don't have the actual consciousness and awareness that goes along with calling themselves an Octorian or Pleiadian. So Vivian really has a lot to share today. I'm really excited about having her out of this world, in this world, out of this world. So thank you. Well, let me thank read, a, I'm gonna read a little introduction about her and, um, and then we'll bring her on. Yes. So Perfect. you'll get to have a conversation with an Arcturian. So Vivian Chauvet is an advanced Arcturian hybrid avatar in a projected human form of which she'll explain to us what that means. She's an international public speaker, a published author, a multidimensional healer and a spiritual teacher. In 2013, she founded Infinite Healing from the Stars to assist people worldwide to heal and ascend. And through her work, she has developed the Arcturian Energy Matrix Healing Modality, which is a multidimensional experiential way of healing, integrating, and expanding. She has her first collaborative number one bestseller book. And I have to tell you, her chapter is amazing. It's called The Wisdom of the Silver Sisters. Let's talk about Guiding but keep going. What were you going oh, no, to say? Go ahead. No, I was just, I was just to me. No, I wasn't saying anything. I just tuned into the YouTube channel, make sure it was going and it's going. No, keep going. Keep going. Perfect. 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 Okay. Yes. Um, also, so she has her best-selling book. She's been featured in three films, the an award-winning documentary, Extraordinary. The Revelations. It explores the historical significance of ET presence in specific paradigms, including Ascension. She's given many interviews and lectures on consciousness and intergalactic wisdom. She's the producer and co-host of the Infinite Star Connections podcast, and she also is a member. We know her from the Wish Alliance. She is a galactic ambassador with both Alan and myself, and we had an opportunity to meet Vivian last week. And it was actually so profound to feel and experience what I think is a real true Arcturian being. So we are so happy to see you, Vivian. Yeah, thank you, Vivian, not only for being here, but for being here in the bigger picture of things, you know, because I know it takes a lot and maybe you'll go into your story about how much it really takes to come to this planet at this time with these social conditions. So. Do you want to start with like, because you said some fascinating things when Joan, about your origins, how you said you were actually not a walk-in, you were born Arcturian. That's a fascinating story. Can you tell some of that? 
Of course, welcome. Absolutely. Joan and Alan, thank you so much for having me here today. We are all out of this world. I love the energy of it. We're in great companies with each other. So let's dive. I'm excited. Yes, I. as I explain and share with both of you when we were together in Colorado just recently, is that in reality, I am an I am an Octorian being, and I have chosen a hybrid form that you see right now in my physical vessel. It's the hybrid part of myself. And I am this beautiful Octorian being that came directly from the High Council. And I have chosen to be here in a more physical conduit to be able to be on the planet and significantly changes the directions, uh, the accelerations of the organic timeline of ascension. And what I was sharing with both of you uh, in a private way is that the way I came back to the planet is just, I was, my body was born on board our ship within the Octorian technology to ensure that my body will be viable. Because you mentioned something very important, Alan, you mentioned about the challenges the difficulties that many star seed and also emanation from other multi-dimensional aspect of the multiverse experience just to be here in the earth human physical form. Now imagine in my case, having a physical conduit, my body being designed to be in the fifth dimensional energy and beyond. I'm not physically designed to be here in this heavy gravity of the earth. I'm more designed to be able to stay in a higher vibrational state. My body is designed to vibrate naturally at a higher rate because I'm a very high frequency being. So the challenge is to reconcile that natural high vibrational state as the same time as functioning here on a physical level and that means on every aspect and whether it's physical whether it's the immune system the respiratory tract the cardiovascular system whether it's my ability to stay in the body i go in and out of body quite a bit i oscillate constantly between the multi-dimensional reality i'm designed to vibrate in the multi-dimensional facet and it's done right here in real time as i speak with you i'm also shifting in and out uh, to bring in more of my and self so my body is really much designed to hold those frequencies and i'm here as a very effective conduit and point of anchor to the planet so everywhere I go, everyone I interact with, everyone I work with has a direct impact of our presence. And it really, I'm here as a catalyst of accelerated evolution. I'm here to support the ascension process, like a boost, if you want, behind the scene that brings that energy in. And it's very important, especially of where we are at this conjunction right now and moving forward. I know many, many of us are feeling the changes within ourselves. That's you. That's, that's interesting. It's so fascinating to me because you're, I, I think you're the only full-fledged Arcturian on the planet. Is that right? 
Well, I that's a great point. I want to clarify this because there's a lot of sometimes semantics confusion between walk-in, starseed, hybrid, and all of this. And so I want to clarify what in my situation, in my unique case, is that had being being a high being a being of Arcturus, an Arcturian, any Arcturian coming back to a planetary system that function at a level of density and is also part of a third dimensional world, it's very challenging to be here. Even the star seeds and the soul emanation from Arcturus will tell you about it. In my case is that I am part of the High Council of Arcturian. I'm also a High Priestess with a Council of Twelve for our realm. And I have chosen to bring forth a direct soul aspect of my avatar self in a very specialized engineered physical body that was created with and by the Arcturian engineers, if you wanted to call it this way, to bring forth my soul aspect of myself and being able to really be a very powerful bridge of interconnections between various level of consciousness frequencies with the Arcturians and other groups that we work with, like the Andromedans, for example, that I feel very connected to. So in that sense, I'm a unique prototype because you have to think about that the way it took a lot of time to perfect my physical body to ensure not only its survival, but to ensure that I would be able to be on the planet 24 seven, so to speak, functioning here, being able to respond to the demands of this three dimensional world. So when I go to the store or I travel to an airport, to everybody else, I look like a normal human walking around with a luggage in their hands, right? But at the same time is the complexity of me just functioning on this planet at the stage of conscious evolution, the density is such that I feel it every day in my body, even just to breathe. It's really much something that is difficult for me. And I talked about it before. So in that sense, yes, I am a unique prototype. So the thing is that as an octurine being directly into a hybrid form, then I am the only one in that sense. Now, the correction I want to make is that there are many soul star seed from Arcturus. Real genuine Arcturians, we are rather rare. We're not that common. There will be soul connection to the Arcturians that many people, contactees, point of contact channels, teachers will have. And then there's many. We have many point of contact around the globe to be able to bring the work, the teachings, the enlightenment, to be able to do the work that we've come to do. We've come to help. We're here to assist as intergalactic masters who have reached already a level of enlightenment and ascension. So we're here to answer the call of a civilization on the midst of the most historical profound change of all times. So this is why we went above and beyond to answer that call. Like there are many star seeds from the Pleiades, the, the Syrian Council, the Andromedan constellation. There's many star seeds coming from even Alpha Century. 
Uh, there's also like my friend Jeff is a star seed from the Ponty nations. So there's a lot of star seed that comes as representative of their star energy, their star frequency, and they bring that to the planet. But to be very specific engineered physical vessel to hold directly my Arcturian aspect self, that's what I mean by, in that sense, I'm a prototype, I'm unique in that way. That Does each star seed star bring a unique um, component? Yes. To the, like, so what do you bring as Arcturian? <laughs> what do I bring? Alan, the question is like overly simplify and bring down you're talking to an Octurian being from an ascended part. What do we bring? It's mind-blowing. It's beyond what the mind can concept. <laughs> so we can understand what you bring. It's more well, it's just, or, well, the implication of our presence is mm -hmm. phenomenal. That to think about it imagining chills. being in the presence of a fifth-dimensional being and above. Fifth-dimensional is just the bridging bridge for us. It's just the point of connections. We can go up to seven, eight, nine dimension and to the point that after that, you know, you shift completely in form and consciousness. But the point we're making is that you need to realize, the planet need to realize that when you're interacting with high frequency being, it's no longer about what you take, what you bring to the table. It's about what the influence we're providing is the level of acceleration, healing, we're here to make profound changes. And that's why that to bring yourself back into a more state of presence, it's gonna it's important to realize who you're interacting with at some point of time and what is the impact of that interaction, the ripple effect of it. We have been generating ripple effect for a very long time we have been maintaining the timeline we have been monitoring the timeline we have been also providing a lot of direct and indirect support to bring everybody to the point of where we are it's also a collective effort that means that all of us needs to do our part all of us yeah, that's right. very important to do to also understand it's not just one civilization it's a collaborative of many you, you told us when we were together that your parents, you know, like, like even your ancestor, your direct ancestors had to go through transformation and changes and were part of your birthing process in a sense. Is that, and then I'm wondering about that. And I'm also wondering, how did you wait? Did you wake up knowing, did you, were you born like knowing you were completely different and and your parents, like, was this all conscious in your childhood? Yeah, I want to know that, too. Let me just add to that in a sense where I think Joan is asking, what's the science this is the, of being born as an Arcturian then being brought here? I mean, how does how did that all happen? And yes, did you when did you not find out that you were different? Well, she probably sensed it, but but we want to know more. So beautiful question, complexity of layers. So we're going to go one by one because both of you have asked different layers to it. And I understand the core essence of what you're asking. So let's explore, shall we? 
to bring my physical conduit as it is right now, it has been the many soul collaboration through my genetic line on my mother's side. So that means that it's not something that happened overnight. And it's not just sometime when a soul star seed that comes from another star group or a somewhere in the multiverse re-enter a human form. And it happens after time that the mother carrying the child may have additional genetic manipulation done or will be added some DNA to help the soul to fulfill their mission as a soul star seed. And I know there's many ambassadors and many representatives from so many intergalactic and installer groups. We really have no idea how many have answered the call to return to the planet. So I want to acknowledge everyone in that sense. In my situation, because I really want to bring the purest, more direct frequency at a soul level from our collective that I represent on behalf of the Octorian Council, we decided to already to the timeline, perfect the genetic material that will be the most compatible to us. The science, again, we're talking about advanced level of engineering and genetic uh, work that transcend the three-dimensional plane by far. So eventually that kind of science will come to understand it as humanity continue to consciously awaken. So you have to look at master beings. Octurns uh, are known as one of the most advanced civilizations to this quadrant interacting with this quadrant. So it's been a collaborative of many soul contract, whether it's to my ancestral grandparents, great-grandparents coming into that level uh, to make sure that the gene was stabilized, was perfecting, to be able to come to the point where from soul contract in agreement that when it was time to create a perfect template that we call my physical body, that it will be absolutely in resonance with the octurian genetic material, or with the aspect of the human genetic material that I need to be able to function here. It's like telling you, I'm gonna send you on a mission to a planet that completely vibrate opposite to what you are used to live in. And we're gonna have to making sure that you have all the equipment and the resonance and the physical template to be able to function on this planet that we're sending you on as a mission to ensure that you have everything that you need to be able to continue to evolve and carry out your soul mission. So the complexity of the coming of my body and how I was born, it's a collaborative of generations come together. It's something that took a lot of time to be able to be at that conjunction. And when the time was come and I finally enter, my soul aspect enter the body, I knew that when the time was time for me to be born, I was born on my Octarian fathership within our technology. And they show me everything has been recorded. I saw all the memories of how it happened, why it happened, we want to make sure the immune system was functioning, want to make sure the respiratory system was functioning and that the body was viable before I was reintroduced to the earth plane. And what I mean by reintroduced to the earth plane is that intergalactic beings have the ability to insert some term 
energy or memory to our timeline so then it can look like I was born on this earth so I can see how I would be responding to my new earth environment. Um, and that was very complicated to monitor because the moment I was returned to the earth and start to function here within the first three months of my arrival, then I, the body was starting to fail. The body was not, not responding properly to adapt here. So for example, I was not able to digest food or how to breathe or how to, you know, the organ, the functionality, how the body alchemy and all the chemistry necessary to have the body nervous system to function, all of this, the body was not responding. So we have to, the doctors have to take measurement to re-perfect the body, re-change certain aspect of the alchemy, the functionality, having additional um, genetic material to bring me back again. And then my body starting to start to get some strength because if we had kept the way it was by the age of three months old, I would be already out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be on this planet anymore. You were an experiment then, right? You were sort of, an, you were an experiment of sorts. You were, no, no, because no. They, they, did they ever do this before? No, this is why I'm a prototype. I chose this. Prototype's I'm a better one word. Decided to do this. Yes. <laughs> you've had no, you've had no past lives then here as a human on Earth. Then. That's a great question, Joan. I only, I only came back to this Earth at the most significant historical timelines. So I have a very few, very specific Earth human experience here. But it's very much, I came back only at a very specific point of time. So I'll give you an example of this. So, you know, many people will have feeling of deja vu or feeling of connection and a soul level to either a certain uh, history, you know, whether it's the Renaissance, whether it's the time of, you know, the uh, king and queens or the time of, let's say, first discovery of America or Native American connections. A lot of people feel their soul, they're remembering at a soul level where they were on the planet from past lives. I have very little of that. For me, I have very little connection to itself because I wasn't there on the planet to experience that at a soul level. I was in, in other realms. Well, I do remember Atlantis. I have memory of Lemuria. I have some also memory of the Mayans time. And I have some memories of other very significant historical time changes. So every time the earth entered a new paradox of timeline changes, then this is where we would be bringing, I would be either coming directly in a physical conduit or I would be coming as an Arcturian working of planet to support that change on the planet. Now, going back to Joan's question, do, when did you remember or did you always know you were Arcturian? I've always known that I was uh, an ET being in that physical body. Um, even as a child, sometimes I would walk and I feel like I would be disconnected to the body. I could no longer feel my feet. I could feel that the body is walking, but I am observing the body walking with me. And then that would create those really deep anchor memories. And then, of course, I am in a constant state of what we call holographic 
telepathic communication with my group that is assigned to me for my Earth mission. I have about 34 Octorians that are permanently assigned to me, plus with my Octorian father. So I'm always having those profound communication, what we call soul essence. It's very much a beautiful soul essence of transmission, and they guide me. Okay, like, like for example, I walk and I look at my body, what's going on? And I hear my Octurne father says, you're simply now ascending back to your Octurne self and you're realizing that your physical body it is the hybrid body of you. It's just another conduit to which you've come to be here. So you need to reintegrate the body now. So I go back in consciousness and reintegrate my body. And it's still happening today. I can be in a healing session at I'm moving back into my Arcturian avatar self, and I'm no longer in that three-dimensional human identification. I am back into my own natural self, and then whoop, I can feel when I'm reconnecting back again. So it's it's really it's a really amazing experience to live that way. But what are Arcturians like? What do they look like? What do what do they do? Do they eat? Do they do all the normal things? sex, you know, sleep, all those human activities. No, we're not humans, Alan. I know, but what do they do? Yeah. What do you do? Asking us about who we are is one thing. Asking us if we do the normal human things, the answer is no. Okay, forget the normal human things. I don't even do those things. What are normal Arcturian things? Okay, what, what is it like to be... To, to be a full-fledged Arcturian, or even how would people recognize that they're that they are Arcturian? And then what do you do? Yes, I guess that's a great question, but we, it's it's unwordable. Yes, there's many questions though you're asking all at once. So let's just can we just ask one question at a time so I can yes. properly what answer. What do Arcturians look like? Are they physical, non-physical? Okay, let's start here. So remember that when you're interacting with intergalactic beings, they will answer you exactly for what the resonance of the meaning of your intentions are. This is why it's a complete different level of communication here that we're experiencing. So I'll describe joyfully what the Octorian looked like to me and according to my personal experience since I came back to the planet. Every time I go back to my Octorian fathership and other ship that we collaborate with, the Octorian are very tall. We're on average between 10 to 15 feet tall. Even my own self, I'm about 10 feet tall. And I've seen myself in my Octorian part. Other people um, doing lectures when I do conferences. Other people have physically saw me shifting back vibrationally into my Octorian self. It happened recently when we were in Sedona. I was doing an Octorian Lyran in Andromedan activation, and I have people in the audience who watch my body shifting in vibration, and I was no longer looking human. I was back in my Octorian self. And this is happening more and more because this is where we're heading to more. So... Just to give you an idea, we're very tall and lanky, humanoid, humanoid looking, meaning head, shoulders, very tall, very tall arms, tall fingers, tall legs. We're very beautiful, graceful, elegated, 
elongated being which just walk with divine beauty it's almost like we're walking on hair because the energy is so elevated their body vibrates such at a high fast vibrational state that to you they will may appear almost like translucent or more light so the body is nothing like the human form it's not as dense as it is here in terms of structures the body our body has evolved alongside our consciousness over millions of years. So we're much more, um, we do have a corporeal form, but it's not the way we feel it here. Here, the body feels so heavy. I feel like I'm going to the gym every day just by walking because the body has such a heaviness to it. And when I'm back on the ship, I really feel like I'm almost like I'm floating because everything is returned to that state of higher vibrational state and higher frequencies. Their profoundness of their eyes is one of the features I love the most about my people. Their eyes convey the depth of their soul, their essence, their presence. So Octurians, how to experience them, it's truly much a state of presence. And you have to be very present, open to your heart, clear the cluster of the 3D entanglement of destruction and allow yourself to be in that presence of light, enlightenment, love, great mastery and wisdom that they convey. It's very much what they convey that is absolutely extraordinary about them, that is very unique. When you are in the presence of true Octorians, whether it's in a form, different form of hybrids, whether it's the body has been having genetic material while the mother was carrying the child, whether it's the soul emanation, you'll know it. A very distinct inner expression. There's a difference between connecting to the Octurian and having maybe a soul connection to them. It's different to be an Octurian itself. There's a way of thinking, a way of feeling. We have a way of perspective. When I work with clients, who are genuine Arcturian starseed, we recognize each other right away. There's a sense of heart and soul connection that is just undiable. It's just, it's right there. And I have recently worked with a young gentleman from California. And I told him, I said, you Arcturians. He said, yes, I am. I'm like, oh, this is so refreshing to work with one of our own beautiful people here on this planet so they have an elegance a grace a presence about them and the way they speak it's just you can tell it's very advanced it's almost like talking to a phd professor that has 50 years of teaching knowledge and they just bring that information to you in a way that it really, it transcends, believe me, it's a transcendence of this reality and a complete reversal of thought system of everything we have ever been taught here on this earth. It's beautiful how you talk about them and I get a sense of it. And maybe you've said this before, but is there a difference between what you are and what an Arcturian starseed is? There are some differences, Alan. That's a great point. Thank you for mentioning that. Again, starseed, by our definition, it's a soul emanation of that comes from 
different place in the multiverse and it can be multidimensional beings, which we are all anyway. But soul essence, uh, it's a soul aspect that has returned and embody a human earth physical form. And they will have their own challenges in their own way. The difference is that imagining, imagining I'm sending you as you are now into a planet and a system that is completely opposite of everything that you are, feel, experience, capable of holding. And we're moving you into an environment that is really is going to be harsh, difficult, really much challenging for you to adapt to. So we will have to give you all the tools and the proper equipment for you to be able to function in this new environmental reality. So it's something very similar when the soul star seed return in those physical form, usually the body is more adaptable to function on our earth reality, even though they will be having their own challenge and their own sense of adaptability. But the body is adapted to function here, for me, everything is an extraordinary effort. Everything. You have no idea what I have to overcome every day. Push, move beyond to be able just to be here. And I'll tell you, at some point on my journey, I would say just about, about seven years ago, I had a meeting with my octrain council and they said, look, we realize that what you are experiencing because they can feel it, they can see everything that I'm going through. We realize that it's extremely for you to be on the planet. So we're going to extract you from the planet. They gave, they made me, uh, they gave me an opportunity to leave the planet altogether. Meaning that physically I was just get on a plane and leave the country, so to speak. And so they made me an offer. They said, we're going to send out uh, one of our ship and we're gonna extract you physically from the planet. And for moving forward, you're gonna be functioning only directly in our atmosphere so we can monitor you. You can be able to have access to our technology in a way of regenerating and being able to do your work that way. And I accept, I, I said yes. And all the preparation were in place for me to be extracted from the planet. I will simply be a, I will simply be coexisting off planet. So just to make sure that no one is dying here, I'm still me, I'm still in my body. I will still retain this form. I will still be extracting and be on the ship and be doing work in a whole different level. And something stopped me that I was not expecting. I got a visitation from this being in a pure shape consciousness. And that consciousness came to me and says, I'm gonna plead my case and I'm gonna ask you to stay here physically because we need you more here on the planet that you would be effective if you return back in your original form. And so that consciousness who came to me was very convincing. It was a beautiful feminine aspect and it was directly the consciousness of the earth Gaia herself came and asked me to stay. Wow. She asked me to stay. Yeah. So you stayed. Yeah, I did stay. I told the team, I said, we're just going to have to continue um, taking other measurement, being able to go into different physical template upgrades, which they do. They're physically upgrading my template to be able to shift and eventually 
um, what I would love to do is being able to merge back into my physical or current self. It's, it is possible. We'll see. But that's Earth herself came right consciously. I could see her physically in front of me in her form and asked me personally, so to speak, to stay on the planet. This is why I'm still here. Are you happy being here or is it? Yeah, I am. You okay? Just oh, yeah, because okay. there's so many beautiful things about this planet. I love to connect with amazing people. I love to do the work that I do. I see the needs. There's the billions of souls that are here at stake. What we're doing has transcendence of, the, of what we can comprehend. The level of work that we do every day, whether it's providing channel like you and Joan, for example, Alan, the work that you're both doing, the networking, the expanding of bringing back together this community of light right here on this earth and to finally seeing, watching, observing humanity to return to their own galactic cosmic self and take the rightful place as equal within the intergalactic community. It's priceless. So it transcends my own consideration. This is why I told the earth, I said, okay, thank you for reminding me of the essential. Thank you for reminding me of something greater, bigger than myself. And of course the answer was yes. So that shifted the nature of my work, that shifted where we are moving into. So we have to look in terms of what this earth is teaching us how do you how do you evolve? Are you present to everything that this earth has to extract, how this life has in store for you? There's so much more. There's so much more. This is why we're here together in this amazing um, multiverse, uh, this creator energy that we are a part of as divine beings, ultimately. Beautiful. Yeah, I, I totally resonate with what you're saying, Vivian. When I when I met you, I just want, I felt such an, I didn't know that you were a true Arthurian when we met that first moment. I just felt that you were this most amazing being that I wanted to, almost like you could read my soul. I, I felt this strong presence of, and I've been around a lot of uh, spiritual people, but I wouldn't have even said that about you. I, I would say that you were fully present being that had an, a consciousness that was more than just human. And I could feel it and I could feel your tremendous love. I could also feel when I'm with you, what it takes to be in a human body. And I don't think most of us even understand that since we're not all human either, it's a difficult thing for many of us to be in this human body here on this particular planet where we don't even feel comfortable. You know, and we're more human than you are, but still it's a challenge. The, oh, yeah. So, but, yeah. No, but tell us, Vivian, um, you're here and thank you and you're vibrating a certain um, ascended rate. But what what is your real work? What how are you helping to make the change? Is it just presence or do you have a message or teaching? What do you want to share as your most essential way of helping? Good question. Good question. I work in many ways. Of course, just being here physically to my presence will really engage and invite people to really step into their higher potential. We are paradigm shifters. 
And so sometimes all I can be is sitting in a room and we are shifting vibrationally on a quantum level what is happening. So invite people to be wonderful communicator, return to their heart, understanding what is really distracting them from. What is it that still need to be healed? Are we here to do some profound soul core healing? We talk about DNA and the repair of the DNA and the 12 strand and our psychic abilities. We say at this point of time, let's return more to the essential of your being. Are you even able to connect to your higher self, to the multidimensional part of you? Do you understand your holographic nature? Do you perceive as a divine essence of light? Do you remember the encoding that you have within you, that you have an incredible library, archives of encoded information within you. And yet we're so busy, we want to do spiritual work and what is the next video and then what is the next technique. But at the same time, very much so, most people take very little time to explore the wonder and the infinite aspect of the inner universe. So at this point of time, we're here to remind you of all of this, that the state of evolutionary process, enlightenment and reascension, it's, it's every day. The power of your thoughts, the presence of your being, the power of your words. Are you too distracted by what is put in front of you because there's so much information pushed into the paradigm to create confusion? It allowing yourself to come back to understand how your inner cosmic life force function so you can decode the language of your body. Are you listening to the holistic aspect of your body template as a infinite consciousness mm -hmm. to feel the quantum communication between even the cells and all the systems? So it's very important to to return to understand the mechanism of who you are. And how do you do that is clear your mind, connect to the sacred gateway, activate the chalice of your heart and ask different questions. I wish now to better understand who I am beyond labels, beyond history, beyond all archetypal pattern that you may still carry. And it's important to clear the field. So what I have been asked to do intensively for the last two years alone, not even counting the many years before that, for the last two years in particular, I have been asked by the many councils of light to do a lot of healing work for people. I do on average about 100 of private healing sessions per month. I also teach classes, I offer free meditation. We do have a Patreon community. I do conferences, interviews, I speak. We repeat the same energy to create a new paradigm of habits and way of living to the day to day. I have a podcast. I do videos, there's a lot that we provide. I would say right now the core essence of what I was has to do to respond to the direct needs on the planet is doing a lot of healing and healing it's a huge umbrella. Healing it's a transformational process, it's a transpersonal process. Right? It's a process of catalyst, of change, 
moving out of old paradigm, removing old energy template, bringing new template of healing that support that person and their blueprint to be able to activate what has been already dormant within the client as it is allowed by the higher self working in that multidimensional aspect. So what we do is highly multidimensional and experiential approach to healing and transformation. It's all of the above. This is why we have created the Arcturian Energy Matrix Healing as a very unique modality. And we have been working with countless amount of people worldwide of all ages, children and people all the way to their 80s who are still struggling with ancestral patterns or fragmentation within themselves, emotional disharmony. We're helping people to activate as many light throughout the world because the more we tune in into our light, the more we become active, the more we become a conscious conduit for these frequency coming in and allows the body template to vibrationally adapt and adjust to the changes. And this is also very important. This is also an aspect of what other groups are talking about. Be adaptable, flexible, be present, and be able to be really much returned to that resonance of connection to you. You're the one that we've been waiting for. You're the one who are in partnership with a different star nation, so to speak, uh, the councils of light, whether it's the masters, whether it's different consciousness coming in, whatever you call interdimensional, interstellars, intergalactic, again, all semantics. What is important is, are you preparing for conscious awakening? And that is right now, it seems very simple, but the task is complex and yet very powerful. It's much more, much more that it seems. And there will be more. My role is more for the future timeline, even though I'm assisting, I'm doing a lot of work. I do eight, 10 hours of healing work every day, almost seven days a week, just to keep up with the demands. Wow. You, there, there's a huge, huge wave of needs and awakening right now. And what we're going to be providing, I would love to open my own school of teaching. And that's also ancient wisdom returning to the planet. And that's also part of our Octurian archives that we're going to bring aspect back. But right now it's not the time because otherwise the counterforce, which is going to be hitting us too hard to avoid that. Can, can you talk about the future timelines? I was going to ask you about that. I know we're not there yet, but I think we're in the beginning phases of planetary awakenings. Why Joan and I and Neil, you and Sheila Seppi are all putting so much energy into activating the greater mind, the, the super consciousness that lies dormant in human beings so but what does the future and the future timelines and your role in the future and the planet and all the exciting things what does that look like in a nutshell it's really much it's very much of a think of it as looping back or returning back into the original concept of what this earth and the earth human beings were very much designed for so there's a lot of historical 
trauma that needs to be clear, even on the ancestral level, the even with the uh, original tribes, the Aboriginal tribes around the globe, there's a lot of clearing to returning to return to that place of ancient memories, ancient knowledge. Look at Atlantis, Lemuria, in their inception, when they were originally created, Atlantis and Lemuria has two extraordinary strength of power on the planet. They were exactly right at the point where the original template was its highest form. And then, of course, a lot of contamination, interference, ego, things happen. And we know what happened in five different stages for the Atlantean project. We witnessed the Atlantean project going lower in octaves and lower in octave and disconnection and disharmonic. And we knew already that they were heading to the more probable timeline of being reset. Let's call it a, a reset because a lot of solo drama are very still traumatized by what happened in Atlantis. But this, the thing is that the human, the original human template that contains so much intergalactic codes and information and incredible capacity, we are finally starting to move in a direction where we are consciously start to identify back in that place, as opposed to be dense, linear, stock paradigm human beings, just a 3D linear time construct in this absolutely it is non-existent. It's an illusion. That linear of past, present, future, the time, the clock, we change the clock twice a year, and all of this, it is a false linear time construct put in place a long time ago. When you start interacting with universal consciousness, you start to understand that the passage of time has nothing to do with the linear time. So, and the same thing we are in 2022, it's absolutely false. It's completely erroneous. We're, the earth has gone so out of alignment. We're moving back into that alignment. So yes, Alan, as the way we perceive the timeline, we have finally stabilized the timeline of ascension. We are in it right now, no matter how dense, no matter how the structure changes, no matter what's coming in, we are in the timeline of ascension. It took us a lot a lot of work all together to finally enter that era. The thing is that the choice that you make will allow you to decide if you continue to ascend with your light, are you carrying more light in yourself, in your thoughts, in your way of living, the way you breathe, the way you connect, the way you communicate? These are very important aspects. We talk about what does the future hold? Well, it's right here, right now. It's all the decision we co-create together to says we are embracing now what we call the future timeline because it's already coexisting anyway. It already exists now. Same thing as the multidimensional aspect of you. Yes. So the thing is that when we talk about the future timeline, what I'm going to invite you to do is feel, live, experience what that future timeline looks for you now because that alignment already coexists. Mm -hmm. And yes, you are absolutely right about the fact that we are very much into an accelerated time right now. So 2022, 23, 24, you can tell it's almost like a triangular of energy, like a corridor, a portal of acceleration that is giving all of us on the planet, regardless of your point of origin, 
we are in that junction now. And that's mm -hmm. why in your presence, what you do matters even in the mundane. Even if for those of you who are still working, I spent 20 years in corporate. Yes, me. Can you see me in the office? I'm working in the morning with my little lunchbox, sitting down, smiling. People are freaking out because of my frequency. They don't know what to do with themselves. It was wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Vivian. I also want to say, Joan, we should announce for people not looking at the chat that Vivian will be part I know. of the Darcy. I'm going to show it. I'm going to show yes, it right good. now. Yes, yes, I good. Show it to everyone so you guys can see that we're going to actually have Vivian on this conference, Starseed and ET Hybrid Conference. And we have actually wonderful speakers, but you'll have a chance to really see Vivian and interact with her. You can register here, guys. And another place you're going to be able to see her is she'll actually be at our portal to, can you see this? Wait a second. Yes, a portal to ascensionconference.com. Yes, I'm going to see this and redo this. I'm going to share the upcoming Portal to Ascension conference, and Vivian is going to be there. Definitely have Ruth there, and who knows what else she's going to and have. She's just also a great vibration, though, to be around, you know, because she's so interesting. She's so unusual in her frequency, you know, and very, very sensitive. So, yes, what do we have, Joan? That should be the Ascension conference. I like that. That's it's really multidimensional. Oh, that and that's was. the Ascension Conference. You'll be able to see her there also. And, you know, I kind of like hugging people and feel and really feeling them. And I think with Vivian, you'll, you will feel that just by her presence. Can you give us a little taste of a, you know, you mentioned a couple of words. You said re-ascension, that we're in a re-ascension process. Can you kind of expand on that for a second? Yes, very quickly what we mean by that is that because so many souls who already reach a level of mastery and masters have returned, very advanced star beings have returned in different form here on this earth. In reality, it's simply we're here to help humanity to remember that you're already in an ascendant form. You've done this before. It's not the first ascension process that we go through whether it's elsewhere in the multiverse, but if you look at the earth, the earth was in a very, very different cycle of evolution. How did it came to that space uh, as where we are today? We're coming a long way. So we called it the re-ascension. We are returning to that place of enlightened, ascended self that we are truly are. So we always hold you in the higher slide. We always see you for the reality of who you are beyond this 3D physical vessel and appearances and also the stories and the upbringing, the, what is it that you are going through, the persona trade. We're moving beyond this. We're returning again, reascension, returning to a place of self-mastery. Right. And this is why we also here to support, teach, guide, we're really here for the ascension process. Finally, we have reached that point. It takes a lot of generation of souls coming to the planet at different timelines to co-create the conduit for where we are today. So I am very grateful for those who've come before, those of us who are here, and those who have returned or will be returning. It really is a 
collaborative effort. Believe me, it's just not one person or one civilization. It's all of us together. But I want to say, once we get there, I feel we just reach the level playing field where we are supposed to have been in the incarnational form so we can really do or be the true human being, which is feeling creative, um, inventive, adventurous, uh, um, moving into the unknown. This is the real destiny of human beings and the incarnational experience. So what you're saying, Vivian, is helping us to get to just a level playing field, which is so important for this human experience. That's right. Would you agree? Yes, of course. Really well said. I love your perspective, Alan. This is beautiful. Um, definitely it is. We're here right now in this human earth form. And I'll tell you, at a soul level, being an earth human form in this incarnated bodies, you learn so much from it. I can tell you, there's so much information that my group constantly collect, understand, you know, and they have so much um love and respect for what we do here in this physical body because it's really not easy at the same time we are we are coming out of the paradigm of being safe and saviors we're coming out of the paradigm of who's going to come to save the earth like guess what is you right now so the way you live every day, are you conscious of living with the resource of the planet? Are you living in harmony with the animal kingdom, the tree nations? Are you living in conscious way of connecting and feeling your neighbors, even though they're strangers? So there's no more of save savior mentality. We're moving out of that helplessness paradigm that we have been cast into for generations this is why it is a true reawakening from inside out and bring yourself in a place where I feel I have the power. I am to my I am presence, empowered to change my thoughts, my vibration. When you move into a room and you enter a room, you can shift the energy of that room just by your presence. Now imagine if a thousands of us, just a thousand of us gather in the same room and we all concentrate on, let's say, clean the waters or changing the structure of the waters, what do you think will happen? We're going to change the structure of the water and we're going to tell the water essence of the elemental water now spread out all over the globe to every stream of water glo globally. And that's what we're doing is you are the one we are the one and we are co cooperating with our star nations and other consoles. Again, it's a joint effort. And this it's is why it's important to come back to that. And we are yeah. the ones we've been waiting for. It's all about us remembering yeah. and remembering the strength and power and, and also the celestial aspect of ourselves, the galactic aspect of ourselves, and then the 3D reality is really not, it may be our home physically, but it's not our spiritual home. So, but I really love the work that you're doing. But yes, Vivian, so. there's the personal ascension, there's the planetary ascension, there's the solar ascension, and now we're talking about a galactic ascension because you're waiting, I, I would suspect, for us 
to put that little piece so the Arcturians themselves as part of the collective galactic consciousness can also go to the next level. And, and is that right? And what does that look like? Are you asking if the Arcturians, for example, waiting on the Earth to ascend to reach their yeah. ascension? Or the next level of their own evolution? No? Well, everything is in a constant state of evolution, Alan. So that's a good point in the sense that we have no need to wait on a civilization's to reach the next level of evolution, interacting with them, it's already helping in that sense. So there's no one waiting for no one. It's all happening now. So it's like ripple effect. Your personal ascension affect the planetary ascension, which in turn will affect the solar ascension and so forth. You have to think that you are interacting with civilizations who already reached the level of ascension. They've already in that state. But I was asking, why do you care if we ascend or not or change? I mean, why is that, you know, how does it affect you? And but, I mean, it's very nice. I appreciate it. But why do you, why are you really here? Why do you care about that? Look into your heart, discover who you are, and you'll understand why. Okay. That's yes. fair. Thank you. That's a good, that's a good answer, Vivian, too. I guess that's why we take care of animals. We take care they of are. animals that are lost and, you know, people are always asking for directions. We're happy. So it's Marshall Rosenberg says our need, we have a need to express love as well as receive love. And maybe this is just an aspect of the expression of love, perhaps. Perhaps love the evolution. Let me ask you a question, Vivian. If we, like... If we as humanity on planet Earth ascend, doesn't that also lift the sort of galactic ascension? It helps all, all the other planetary beings here. Like it's a we're a collective effort, right? It's not like we're just here alone, is what I'm hearing. It is a collaborative effort. At the same time, there's also so we need we need to respect soul evolution. There are some souls who will need to continue evolving in a similar scenarios, whether it's 3D scenarios or different paradigm that will suit their evolution. Because we all are interconnected, uh, we are ultimately all creator, divine beings. So what we do here has huge ripple effect on other worlds and other places we can't even conceptualize. So what we are doing right now in terms of bring a planet back into its original divine essence, its origin, originations of ascension, like all of us here, the souls who have agreed to do so, it's also a soul choice. It really has a direct impact on other places. We see it when we travel to the multiverse, there are other worlds, other planets, are also on the third dimensional verge of a huge spiritual evolution. So, of course, we're becoming source of inspiration for them. Even though we consciously have no idea who they are, we're still interconnected. Because ultimately, as I mentioned, we are part of creator of all there is. So, the little piece of action that you take can generate waves of light that will go a long way. And you have no idea how much that little pebble of light will generate a lot of ripple effects but so, create reality and what every we're thinking about goes yeah. into that consciousness 
and it's what we get back. And I think that that's a really amazing, good reminder for that too. Like when we were outside and I and we, we were in the fireplace and we were at a pit, the three of us, and there were these little blue little beings that were dancing. And, and we started saying, dance more, dance for us, dance, move. And suddenly these light waves started dancing and replicating just because we were asking and interacting. And I think when I experienced that and I'm hearing what you have to say, I get that every thought, no matter how insignificant, seems to have its own manifestations. But on another level, I want to ask about the soul and each of us have perhaps individual souls. And when we actually do something for another person, it builds our own soul power, energy and and do Octurians have individual souls or maybe there is no such thing or what is their understanding of that soul spirit and collective versus individual? Regardless, you call yourself an Octurian, a Pleiadians, an Elementals, a Galactic Fairy, Syrians, Lyrans, or ultimately, Ellen, we all part of a creator. We all part of this omnipotence, omnipresence of source that we are part of. So do we have souls? And you're understanding in that sense. Of course we do. We're not individual soul souls. Individualized souls or collective? No. Or we are individual expression of the creator within a unified collective. That's the mm. difference. So for example of this, in our culture, children or younger soul will be encouraged to evolve according what that soul would nurture the soul the most, as opposed to a copy-paste curriculum that's supposed to be one size fits all and has no nurturing, no real direct impact of how the soul can learn. Can you imagine implementing this kind of school here where right at a young age, you are encouraged to understand your connection to your higher self, your natural faculties, telepathic communication, automatic self-healing, how to be able to recognize and remember that you may be a soul emanation from the Taurus constellation and how you are coming here and being able to encourage children in that sense we would be in a very, very different, complete different societal structure right now, completely, as opposed to self-imposing false mathematic formulas and physics and chemistry that is completely outdated and history that is completely fabricated and to program the mind in a certain way to be obedient and good workers and live your life working 20, 40 years. Maybe if you're lucky enough and you're healthy enough, and wealthy enough, you may enjoy some vacation at, at, at the end. This is completely, I mean, for us, it's like, wow, what is that? It's completely opposite of evolution. Right? I never bought, bought that anyway. And, I could never. And the lowest, right. the lowest frequency souls are the teachers here, as opposed yeah. to the highest vibrational beings to teach the minds of, as you're describing it, I'm thinking what a planet we would have it was the schooling that we had instead of the forced subjugation and the brainwashing of our own schools here. I'm thinking as politicians, I want to say too, they are the lowest as well. The lowest I mean, of the low. Them. They're just ego based beings that need a lot of love. Well, I think when we feel the essence and the, and I think that 
the qualities of the Arcturian race and their values, definitely I feel like we need to be awoken to them in ourselves because it still begins with us in the society. And so we can create schools for our children. And I didn't know this 20 years ago or my children would have been in those schools, you know, in that sense. But, but people here now are waking up to the fact that their kids are now being brainwashed and not trained or not taught well, to be who they are. Well, picking up on that comment, Vivian, how would you teach children? What would your approach to education be as from the Arcturian level? It's to understand the soul design in which a soul came through. So when you start to understand the particular unique soul blueprint or the soul design, then you can be able to say, okay, we're looking at maybe a class of very advanced souls who come with no filters. They understand and remember the past timelines. They come here to be either powerful healers, they're here to be uh, bringing back as historians or engineers of the new structures coming in. And then you implement a curriculum that really help the children to understand that they need to function here. What is it to be a human beings? What is the, you know, being able to communicate, expression of their emotion at the same time to encourage them to stay in high potential of expression as opposed of repressing them, telling them it's pure imagination, it's non-existent. If you don't listen to me, you'll be punished. And bringing more is called programming the subconscious in ways that it creates limiting patterns to for them to retract in from their power and simply bring on false ident identity that is no longer supporting what the soul has come to do. And I'll tell you, as a child myself, when I went through the school system, I knew this. I was very aware. I remember distinctly sitting in the classroom, looking around the other children, and looking at a teacher and says, okay, I understand that the teacher is only recreating what she's been programmed to do. And I understand that what I'm learning right now, I'm only going to extrapolate what I need to function here like a language, ability to write, to speak, to, to function, to be able to relate to others. And I immediately visualize myself being in parallel to this reality. So I was functioning as an ideal student because I was constantly in parallel to it. And I was only complying to what was required of me so I can navigate through that field and move forward. But I was very much aware because I was already in that telepathic communication with my intergalactic group telling me, okay, we're going to extract this information, we're going to do this, this, just we'll, we'll do what's called a shallow a very shallow memorization. So once it's done, it's disconnected. We're going to move you to that space. I was already in that state of consciousness, even back as a child in school. So all of this are just example of the necessity for all of us, no matter what age or where cultural background we come from, the necessity of going back into our power. We want the world to change. We want the new structures. It starts every day within your own universe if where are you contributing the most to every day right you know vivian i have to say whether you're arcturian or not that, that not that i'm doubting that but just the message the essential message and vibration you're emanating 
is helpful. It's just pure. It's and I know you're sincere because I've met you in person. You're very gentle, very sensitive, very loving. So, I mean, it's great you're from Octorius, but it doesn't matter where you're from. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. That's that's a great way to put it. You know, guys who've been listening, we're so happy that you've been with us. Please uh, visit Vivian's channels and her work, Al's channel, New Realities TV, my channel, Joan of Angels. I love what you said, Alan. Vivian, your energy is so healing and profound that I can't wait to be in your presence again, just so you know. Uh, you're going to be hearing from me this week because I love your energy. Uh, guys, also, I just want to mention, we didn't mention your husband, Peter, but very briefly, Peter makes the most extraordinary tools for healing that we want you to show and tell. What does that one do? Yeah, show a close-up on that on your switcher. How do we get a, a switch to Vivian's camera there? Oh, that's a good, that's a good idea. Yeah, because describe what we're seeing, Vivian. Yes, yeah. with pleasure. This is uh, my Peter, uh, my Peter, yes, my husband Peter uh, is also an energy being. He works with the tensor technology. You see that copper ring around. It works with tensor technology and it channel a lot of angelic codes and it's a, like very specific crystal. This one is called a multidimensional pendant. They are energy tool, they're organic technology. And when you wear them, like around your heart center, or even I like to put in my throat, they're powerful accelerator. They help you to heal, to heal, to expand. They help you to bring yourself into a higher state of vibrational alignment. And it's wonderful because when you travel with those pendants, whether you're at work, whether you're driving, you immediately feel that you're coming into your own field. This is a very powerful, what he makes is unique to him, called energies of service. Very powerful it does, everything is channeled. It creates with so much beauty, precision, and that's how I call the new organic tools because they are organically and vibrationally work with the client, with you every day. And everything, the configuration like this one has a triple tensor field to it. So when you wear it, it's reopening your channel and helping you to stay in a higher state of uh, resonance, connections, healing, being able to bring more clarity and being able to navigate to this field without having to be so bombarded by every time. So many of us, I'm sure like you, Alan, and you, Joan, where we are energy sensitive, we can feel each other. Sometimes it, it's just too much. So this is part of what it does. Um, it helps to deflect all the negativity and lower frequencies. So they're very amazing. And beautiful. I want to also mention, Alan, too, that I got these beautiful, I don't know what you call them, ankle bracelets for both of my, my feet. I have two feet. Yes. Okay. I'm getting ungrounded. But what they did for me gave me a feeling when I put them on and I slept with them. And then I stood up. I felt like I, I could have walked on water. Actually, the feeling I had was there was golden rays coming out from my feet. And if I had tried at that moment to walk on water, it would have been effective. And I felt like it gave me that galactic presence within my body. So guys, you should check out those tools. Do we have the link for that? What's his website for that? 
Yeah, yes, I pro I provide that to you. It's energiesofservice.com. It's in the private chat room. Okay, oh, okay, perfect. And I'm putting it in the in the chat, guys. Go check out those healing tools. Go check out Vivian. Make sure you sign up for the upcoming hybrid conference so you can hear her and I think many other amazing oh, yeah, speakers. The hybrid conference. Let's just do a little promotion there. It's going uh, to be fantastic. share it one more time. We're going to share it one more time because, yes, being able to see these people and to hear your favorite speakers speaking about what they go through, how they've learned how to leverage and use these gifts and how you can too are really important. And I think you're well, going to be on this too, Alan, right? Yes, I'm going to be on. You're going to be on. Vivian's going to be on. Geraldine Mary Rodwell, Bill Gruber, you know, Jacqueline Smith. I think it's so important that we're doing this and Portal to Ascension especially focus is to bring these people together. And it's very exciting. Marina Serin is like the new superstar of our time and Mary Rodwell. Because in a sense, all of us are starseeds on one level. We've come to this planet as um, an experiment in density in a way because we know it's possible to raise vibration of physical matter. And that's sort of the challenge and the gift of this density. And it's very exciting times when we just a convergence of consciousness happening now. And that's why the Portal to Ascension platform is bringing together a lot of these people in many, many conferences. So I'm excited about everything that's coming up. Look at portal2ascension.org and all the fantastic programming that's happening here oh my gosh. and check out okay guys we actually just got did i get it up on the screen let's see yeah. share it okay we just put the ascension conference online and that is our our first in-person conference for several years so multi-dimensional have... joan are you seeing that that's so that's so many level layers and layers there. I can't see without my glasses. It's a good thing you're, you're telling me that. We're just looking at your screen on many, many levels of consciousness. I here. know. So here's the conference. A lot of your favorite speakers oh, are going to be here in person. And yes, you will have a chance to meet with, talk with our our friend here, our Arcturian friend, Vivian. Well, that's April, really though, excited. of 2020. That's in April, guys. April 2020. all the links. You can go check it out. We'd love for you to sign up. We have early bird specials for all of you guys who want to be a part of the conference. And, and you know, yeah. I just want to say one thing about being with a person in the physical. Like when we were with Vivian Joan, we could feel that vibration. We could feel that energy. And and being at a live conference feels like an acceleration. You know, Zoom is great and it's kind of interesting, it but it's right. not like the physical, which is a whole other level of multi-dimensional reality because it gives you the 3d 4d 5d essence here we're pretty flat but there there's emanations of vibration that actually come off the physical body that you know we can sense and that's part of why we want to do live conferences absolutely right. that's really well said alan and this is exactly that we're also starting to attune ourselves to have this more fifth dimensional experience with each other and re-attuning also ourselves and also our physical template 
including the nervous systems, to be able to finally welcome our star brothers and sisters in a whole different way. And this is also part of where we're going. So I'll be there at a conference, Ascension to um, Portal to Ascension, or Ascension, what is the name of your conference again? The Ascension Conference, and then the Ascension. Portal to Ascension. Yes. So I'm Everything going to be there in April. Ascension. Yes. Ascension. I'm going to be and, there and in we'll April. And we're going to April see you online sure. the end of this but, month as well. But I just have one more question for Vivian. Will the Arcturians ever show up in their physical form when we get to that vibrational exchange level? I'll give you the answer they gave me because it's part of what's coming in. My true curriculum is going to really be activated. Uh, they already show me that we're going to bring back really much ancient knowledge and techniques to really help humanity to step into the next the next level. There's many stages to enlightenment. And then you've gone through different stages already. Now you are in the next one. And then what we foreseen is also the next one coming in. Each stage is important, so just be present to it. Yes, there will be a time, and that's what they said to me. They said, there will be a time as you step forward into the great stage of light. We shall be there with you. There will be three of them that will be becoming more visible to me, to everyone. That also implied that you need to adjust your frequency and your vibratory rate in order to match that of higher dimensional being for you to be able to see them what it seems to be on a physical level. When they come to my house all the time, they open portal, a beautiful royal blue light, sometimes with violet color, and they move through the portal. What they do is a, it, it's a projection of a holographic aspect of them. So they feel as if physically we were like there in that physicality that you connect to, that you understand that there, in that holographic projection because you have to think is that when you reach that level of high really high frequency to condense yourself into lower frequency just to appear physically require tremendous amount of energy so it is possible at the same time just meet us halfway and you'll right. see that they're always here always there that is coming in more and I know that I have been given very specific future vision of what we're going to be implementing. And my work, as it has been publicly known, is only the tip of the iceberg. What's coming in is much more. Well, I'm excited. And you're and going to share that. some of that at the hybrid ET Starseed Conference and more of it at the live event because we're going to actually be infused with the frequencies of all these dimensional realities. So great. Joan, another out of this world production. Okay. I think we were really out of this world with Vivian because she's our very first in-person true Arcturian. And actually you really don't feel so human. So I, I believe and, and sense that. And that's a compliment, by the way. Well, she also feels very human in another way because she's so sensitive. She has compassion. That, I yes. can feel the heart of compassion. Yes. I watched you work on people in the house, mm -hmm. you know, the family, and I felt you were one of the most compassionate, loving, not like a human, like really loving beings that I have ever met. And, you know, I feel like just to be in your presence, we need to raise our vibrational frequency to be that fifth dimension and above person. 
as opposed to being that, you know, so this is wonderful to have connected with you. I feel you're, you're my soul family. And yes, I'm yes, so yes. glad we were able to bring you on. I think everyone loved you. Guys, Every reach out to, to her for work. I think that your work in calling the higher galactical beings and how to navigate is really important. I want to thank everyone online, Tony, Stokes, Maddie, uh, who else was there, Caleb, a uh, lot of interactive dialogue in the chat. And, you know, everyone watching is contributing, Violet Lotus, my friend Sarah, all these people, Wild Moon, all these people are contributing because they're absorbing yes. the frequencies that we're sharing. So um, thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you so much. We will see you soon. There's Kathy. She's here here too. Yes, Kathy says Vivian's amazing healer. And you are. Yes, thank you for doing. You we'll do more healings on my uh, healing salon if you have time, Vivian. That was fun. That was very fun. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I want to see your healing salon too. So, guys, this is Alan and I. We are really bringing you some really exciting interdimensional higher frequency work. We mm. will see you all next time. Thank you well, so much. Well, look for us on the hybrid conference on the 27th, 28th. Go to Portal to Ascension. Look for us at the live Ascension conference. Uh, and want to thank Neil Gore for doing the back-end chatting because it's, you know, always adds another level. Thanks, Neil, for everything that you do. We and, love you, Neil. And we'll see you everyone soon. Vivian, blessings. Yes. Love you. Thank you so much. Thank Is you. there an Arturian word for, for farewell? See you next time? No. Manana, maybe? No. What's Thank that? You. That's it? Is that that's all they do. That's all they do. See okay. you next time, everyone. Love you all. Ciao.